This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Join myself, Drackers, Nate and Pat as we discuss the top of the table clash between Northampton Town and also the incoming Doncaster Rovers game this week. Welcome to Barapod. Rossinho, passing from midfield is Rossinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! An old tracker, an old Trafford cracker in front of the strip for him! Right, boys. Hola. How we doing? Uh, I've been better, but you know, I'll carry on. How are you? Um, yeah, not too bad. I don't know. Just keep going over and over the carnage that was Saturday afternoon at Lamex Stadium. It still really haven't got my thoughts collected properly from it. It just, I don't know whether that's a, a state of shock from it or it just seemed like such a busy game. It was so much to talk about. So it's great to get together closer to the end of the game to, to discuss it with you boys. Absolutely, yeah. It was a mad first couple of minutes and a mad last 10 minutes. It was uh, hectic. That's, yeah, that's probably a good way of describing that game. Um, well, let's let's get into it. So, um, two minutes, sorry, two minutes, that's a stretch. 22 seconds in was, was when, the penalty, when the penalty was awarded. Wow. Um, and uh, just uh, Terence, just a ball got pumped over the top. And Terence just got caught out, didn't he? Um, there, uh, Apere, or however you say his name, there, centre forward for the day. He had a great, great game. Didn't he just? Um, he was a pain in the arse every time they went forward with him. Um, he just got the wrong side of TVC, uh, who had the option of try to make a rash challenge or allow a shot on goal. Um any defender in the world is going to try and do what Terence did. He made no contact with the ball whatsoever and conceded a stonewaller of a penalty, didn't he? Absolute stonewaller. I mean, I think the, the intent he showed to go for the ball, even though he didn't get the ball, was, was probably the reason why he stayed on the pitch. Um, but yeah, it was, it was absolutely going completely killed the atmosphere, didn't it? It felt yeah. such a great environment Saturday afternoon before kickoff. The place was full, it was buzzing, and then literally you get smashed in the face by one of those and it was gutting. Literally, I'd, I sat there for a couple of minutes after just shaking me head in disbelief. Absolute disbelief. And from that then on, we had, what, 30, 35 minutes of nothing, a void. We just, <laughs> yeah, didn't, um, we just didn't turn up. No, it took us took us a good half an hour to get yeah. ourselves back into the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say it's probably it was probably when 
when one of their uh, one of their players went down with uh, with a bash bash on the head, uh, and then um, Evans managed to get booked and sent off inside thirty seconds of each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's when um, that's when it all went to shit. Uh, for well, actually, the opposite of that. That's when it all came <laughs> back to us. Um, I think we uh, we played we played much much better from then on, didn't we? We far 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 better. I wouldn't say you know we were the better team because um, I think from that point on it was a very very close game. Yeah, it, it, it certainly from a Spanish point of view, the last ten fifteen minutes of the first half became more fluid, and we, we saw the team that we, we've started to know and love since the start of the season really turn up. Um, which was good to see. And if I'll be honest with you, I thought that we could have done with an extra 10 minutes in that first half. Not that that's going to happen, obviously. But um, half time came at the wrong time for us on Saturday. I think, um, yeah, if we'd have had another 10 more minutes, we'd have been firmly in charge of that game. Um, so, yeah, yeah. That, that, that that was a real shame uh, because we got ourselves into into great shape and then uh, half time came. So, but yeah, the um, it, it seemed like the the Northampton bench were were making a vie for for Evans all the time. As soon as he got up, they were just going for him to the point where when he eventually left, their manager turned around and was just like, "Yes, we've got him." And I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you've." I mean, they were it, it was shit at his best, weren't he? Slow play throughout the whole of the game, just yeah. the way they were. But take nothing time, away from them. They were time good. way time wasting, literally from oh. the second they got their noses in front, which was more or less the second the game started. Um, after the game, John Brady um, they they did the, their, his uh, media interview uh, for the website and for their own Twitter, Twitter or YouTube or whatever up up in the media box. So I was sat there doing my match report yeah. and listening to him, and I was having a right old laugh. Proper, like made me laugh. He was like, "I didn't say nothing to Evans. You don't need to say anything to him. He just he just got the ump. I don't really know what's happened. We won't talk about it." Like. It's like pleading the big innocent when anybody's got half a brain cell can see what he's done, what they've done, um, which is just just hilarious. And then uh, just just the way he saw the game, it's like really, it's like what planet is he living on? It's un- unbelievable. Some of the, some of the whack wacko things he come out with, particularly about Hilt, Hilton's red cards. Just we'll get we'll get onto that. Um, let's talk about Danny Rose's goal first, actually. Um, I thought I, th- I thought it was less than half a chance. Yeah, that that that, where, that it came from. I mean, so uh, I think it was uh, it was uh, uh, Jake Taylor who nicked the ball, isn't it, and then moved forward with it. Um, it. Taylor gets the ball sort of stuck under his feet a little bit, but somehow manages to force it through to Rose, whose first touch is absolutely sublime. Yeah. Yeah, just manages to scoop it in front of himself. The the pass swim was, I mean, Taylor did great to get him the ball, but the pass wasn't great. Um, it was behind Rays. He just managed to scoop it in front of himself. He's through on goal with a defender on his shoulder. Who, I'm telling you now, if Danny Rays doesn't score that, it doesn't doesn't finish that. Put put the put the ball in the net. It's a penalty all day long. It's a stone wall penalty. The guys literally just throw, tried throwing Rose to the floor. Um, but he's managed to, as it's almost as he's going down, he's managed to scoop it, scoop it under the goalkeeper and in. 
Um, I, I don't know what the goalkeeper's doing. He's had an absolute Western there. <laughs> From the angle we had on the North Terrace, I was like, oh, we've balls this one. That's just going to roll back to the keeper. And then suddenly been poked in the back of the net and I was like, I don't really know how that's come. I had to uh, wait till the highlights later on in the evening to see yeah. the side angle and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. He's quicker than he looks, that lad. Oh, he's yeah, he's I mean, brilliant. But the, goal, the goal, goalkeeper's really slow off his line. Really fucking slow off his line. I, we shouldn't have been able to put that away. That It's really bad defending and goalkeeping. But, you know, we've, we've got the goal. And I think you're right. I think at that point, I mean, I think at the point the goal, the goal, the ball goes in, we're actually on the back foot. We're still on the back foot at that point. We're 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 back in the game, but we're not. We're not. Uh, I wouldn't say you know we had any sort of semblance of dominance. It just it looked like we might get the ourselves first back thing on. Even remotely resembling a chance we created in the game. Yeah, uh, and we and and it, it you know it, it it gave us gave us that belief and that confidence we had to go and. You know, and help our and try and help our cause, and try and you know get ourselves back back into the game and back on top. And then I think, I think I don't know, I don't know if I'm uncomfortable saying that the second half we were on top of the top and on top of them, but certainly we were as good as they were that second half. Yeah, we maintained the momentum we took into half time, and started okay second half as well. We looked. Maybe they're more likely to take the lead. I don't know. It was close. Um, certainly a lot closer than the first half hour. I don't think. I don't think either side going behind at that point could have really complained. I think it was that even. I don't think. I, I, it's not. Well, I wasn't all that surprised when they went ahead. Um, I think either team could have gone on from there. Yeah, it, it did become very much end to end. I thought. You know, it was a. Uh... It's just one of those games where uh, at one point I was just praying for a draw, just thinking, you know, that we'll take that any time of the any time of the season. At the start of the season, saying that we were above them in the league, you'd have taken it, wouldn't you? Um, but yeah, I just that a, a couple of points to make. Danny Rose has no right to stay in the air like he does. He kind of hangs there at the top he does. of his jump. It's Jordan-esque. I don't say so I've got a, I've got a real gripe with the way we're playing football at the moment, and it's all it's all around Danny Rose, right? Because we, how many corners? I mean, I know I know the answer to this, but you two boys, how many corners do you think they had before we scored? They had, yeah. Um, before we scored, it felt like about ten, and it felt like Danny Rose headed clear about eight of them. Okay. Yeah, six. They had eight corners. Wow. I split the difference. We worked it out. Yeah. They had eight corners, and Danny Rose headed seven of them clear. Wow. Can you answer me why we're not targeting Danny Rose hmm. when we're taking offensive set plays? When we're on the front foot, we've got a ball to whip in, we've got a corner. Why are we not aiming for Danny Rays? Yeah. Because I tell you now, every single one of them, every single one of our free kicks, corners, crosses, whatever, they either don't beat the first man or they're nowhere near Danny Rays. I'm sorry. I like Pidge and I like Sweeney, but neither of them are as good in the air as uh, Danny Rays. They're just not. Well, they've not, not got... in terms of 
directional like yeah. attempts on goal headers, and we saw you know three header four yards out just tamely over the bar. It was um, I think that was Sweeney. It was Sweeney. Yeah. yeah. To be fair to him, that was a really difficult opportunity because the ball was a little bit higher than it needed to be. Like. Dan Sweeney is a tall man and he couldn't get himself up and over that ball. No one's doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it's Ronaldo. The, it's the fine margins that get your points in tight matches. Yeah. Um But I just we don't like Danny Ray, like you know, you you, you as a as a as a uh, tactician, you play to your strengths, don't you? Mm. And Danny Rose in the air is one of our strengths. Yeah, no, I couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. He's got an eye for goal as well as a striker, so you, I'd much rather him having a shot with his head than, than someone like Pidge. Pidge wins his aerial battles just because he's big and strong. Doesn't mean he's yeah. got an eye for goal whatsoever, but yeah, Rosie is, is just sublime. He just, just floats, stays up there. Seems like he's up there for yeah. longer than any player on the pitch whenever he wins it. There's no right to win it whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, that's what it is. So... Uh, second half, I've got to say, uh, both of their goals were were fine finishes. Yeah, I just watched that. Uh, very, very good goals. Yeah, very, very well taken. And it's such a shame because, uh, I mean, so uh, who was it that sc- who scored their first one? Uh, I forget now. Whoever he was. Uh, Bowie. I thought he'd had a rubbish game. Up until that point, but it was a class finish. Doesn't help. It doesn't help that uh, Danny Hilton was offside um, when he's knocked the ball down. Let's 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 forget that. Especially, I mean, I I was absolutely hundred percent sure that Jamie Reed was onside. But the more I've seen the replays, the less I'm convinced. He looked it, and the first time I saw the replay of it on Saturday, I was like, oh, you know, he does look onside. But the more I look at it, I'm just like, I'm not sure that that right back is really playing him on. I think I think it's one of those where if the Lino was in actually in line with play because you can you, he weren't the Lino was nowhere near it because he was nowhere near it all afternoon, um, so you can understand why he's give it offside because from the angle that he flagged from he looks offside yeah but that's but that's because his advantage point is absolute dog shit, um, but I just think oh it's it's one of those it's proper fifty fifteen we're never really gonna know. Um, but Hilton was a hundred percent offside when he's headed the ball down from for Bowie. But whatever, um, it was a sensational finish. And then uh, McWilliams as well. Uh, what's annoying about them both is it's come off of two moments where we've just switched off, completely switched off. They've got they've both of the both of the goal scorers have got an absolute ton to do to finish those moves off, and they do it. And you know you can't complain about them scoring. Belters, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Well, but well we've we've, we've 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 proper switched off. And Max Clark on that on that on the McWilliams goal, like that's a sort of, that's a sort of shoddy defending that in my book gets you dropped for at least the next six weeks. The only problem with that is, I thought early and uh, Smith were both proper shit on Saturday. Neither of them played at all, frankly. Are both poor, really poor. Well, I was I was surprised to see them both on on the starting team sheet, but I trusted the judgment of the gaffer and thought, well, he obviously wants to have a go at them down the wings, but that really didn't happen. Um, no, I felt like a right plonker five minutes in after Saxon early got pulled because at half time I was speaking to uh, 
an old friend of mine who works at um, Norwich and was there to watch Saxon. And I was like, oh, he, mate, he's brilliant. He's unbelievable. Yeah. And then five minutes later, he gets pulled and he just turned around to me and just gave me a funny smile. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But you're more often right than you're not. That wasn't. That was probably one of his worst performances, and maybe yeah. it was because it was against the toughest opposition we've had Bef- in the before league. The, yeah, it's it's one of those. And I did this. I did a similar thing before the game. I was talking to someone, and I said we just don't we just don't concede many. And Neil Neil Metcalf just turned to me and goes, "Oh, you jinxed it now, aren't you?" <laughs> and I keep thinking about it. Like I've got I've got a proper proper bad track track record <laughs> of saying things. Like this lot of shit, and then they go and score three in five minutes, or um, you know, literally anything. Like I'd be stood there and we're defending a set piece. I'd be like, look at him at the back post, completely unmarked, and it's every single time, it's that person that knocks the ball in. Um, and I just, I got it got to the point where I'd be stood on the east, and I wouldn't say stuff. <laughs> I'd think of stuff, and I wouldn't say things because I know it's going to happen. Yeah, like, it's confirmation bias, though, mate. You remember the times it happens. You don't remember the hundred times it doesn't happen. Yeah, of course. We were of pretty course. much right there when we spoke before the game about the team lineup, irrespective of the left and, uh, and right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were, uh, and we gave ourselves a little cheeky smile at each other when we walked past. And like, yeah, we were right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I just I look I look I just look back at it now and I just think it's just it's just the wrong selection. Bozzy, bless him. He played he played uh, a long game on Tuesday night, and now you know we were we were on the back. We it was comfortable. We didn't we didn't really get uh, get challenged by Spurs too much, but. It's difficult not being in possession for long periods of time. It's really sapping on the energy and the legs. Bozzy ain't got the legs for this game for you know 180 minutes in in, in twice in a week. He just hasn't got it anymore. I just uh, I just think it's unbelievable that you don't start Jake Reeves in that game. Well, I was just about to come on to that. I don't understand it. His his ball retention, Jake Reeves, is probably one of the better in the sides, and he can he can carry us up the field. So I I don't know what's happened there. Because we we could have done with him on Saturday, I really thought that he protects the ball, he takes yeah. us further up, and we didn't hold that ball once in the midfield. I thought every time we we did collect it, it was very much rushed. If that makes sense, uh, I, I mean, I think Gilby Gilby used the ball well um, for most of the afternoon. I can't think of many many times when he sort of he looked like he was being rushed. Um, however, you know he's. I think I think you're right. I think Taylor and Bozzi, I just don't think either of them were particularly good. I think they both panicked on the ball a lot. And you know, I, I said that I think we've got Gilby and I think we've got Gilby and Bozzi starting to give our defence a little bit extra protection mm-hmm. because Jug Taylor is nowhere near as good as uh, Jordan Roberts in that slot um, in behind the the two frontmen. But Taylor didn't even play there. He played a lot deeper than I was expecting. Um, and I think we really, we really missed that energy from Roberts. Um, I think we really missed the quality of uh, Reeves. And uh, I like, I, I do like Jake Taylor. You know, I'm not, I'm not. I don't think he's not got any part to play like, like, uh, like some do. But um, I think that you know we've got to be, we've got to be clever in the way that we use him and trying to, trying to put him in to fill in for a player that's just completely different is just. It's it's nonsense. I don't know what I don't know what I honestly don't know what that lineup was all about. I, I think I think it was I think it was just wrong. 
Yeah, the balance of that midfield fell off, and it led to a lot of um, sort of long diagonals from the centre back. Um, oh, fucking well, all, that, all day long! All yeah, day long. If you're doing that, particularly if you're doing that when it's not a surprise that you're doing that, it's easy for them to cover. And like the number of times Sweeney ignored a ball out to Kane Smith's feet, which he could then feed into a midfield runner beyond him, or a striker mm-hmm. runner beyond him, or take it on himself if no one faces him up. And worse comes to the worst, he has to go back to the centre backs and re- recycle. Mm. It, but if you ignore that basically all game, they can ignore it as an option, and they just go, "Oh well, we know you're going to get it out your feet and ping it sixty yards to the left hand side, and we'll yeah. mop that up, or Danny Rose will win it, and we'll mop up the second one." Because yeah, well, yeah, that, that's that's another good point. We like we've been really good this season at winning the second ball, and we just didn't win any of them. Um. I mean, we may have won one or two, but we really didn't do very well in winning that second ball, which yeah. is a massive shame. And one way to avoid having to play all those long diagonals, if you're going to ignore Smith, is to have someone like Reeves in your side picking it up off your back line. He's got a bit more craft about him than uh, any of the three centre-backs, and that's no insult to the centre-backs. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Um... Let's talk. We I, I mentioned it briefly earlier, but we're, and we're back here now. So let's talk about the Hilton red card. Um, and I'll preface anything that I'm about to say with the fact that um, I didn't think that I didn't think that Sweeney had been too bad at the time it happened. But to be fair to him, it was a yellow card for Sweeney all day long. He's literally got got fistfuls of Hilton's shirt. But what I can't understand is how the Northampton fans are quite happy to say Sweeney should have had a yellow but then in the same breath are saying that it was never a, it was it wasn't it wasn't a red card let alone like a yellow card for Hilton like what in what on what planet can you put your hands in your opponent's face i mean I've, from from what i saw and i can't I haven't seen anything that in the replays or anything that suggests otherwise he struck him in the throat. It looks exactly like he's just pushed him. Like I get, I get that he's trying to push him off of him, but you put your hands up to close to where your 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 opponent's face is, you're immediately giving the referee a decision to make, and that's what's stupid. I swear, if he pushes him in the chest, he might bear he might he might barely get a yellow, and if he gets a yellow, Sweeney also is getting a yellow in that situation. Yep. But as soon as he's put his hands up in his throat, he's getting a red card all day long, and he absolutely deserves it. He should have had. A yellow for the tackle on uh, Van Kooten. Van, they, they basically Van Kooten's gone up for a a header. Hilton's basically sort of backed into him to make sure he goes down. F- a few minutes later, I mean, well, I think it ha- I think it happened once before and once after. But he's basically slapped Pidge twice. Um, they're just sort of glancing knocks, and it's absolutely out of the referee's eye line. He's at, he's hit him twice, and right down in front of us. One, I think this is when they were two. I think this is when they were two one. Yeah, yeah. two one up. It might have been after the. It might have been after they went three two up. To be fair, um, he's he's been fouled. He's got the ball and he's thrown it into the west stand. Yeah, and he also, how you it was also how you don't get gone. Uh, he was also giving the uh, bench a load of abuse as well, didn't he? He was right in front yeah. on the touchline, yeah. put, uh, pointing at them all laughing. And I would suspect, after seeing a particular tweet out this week, that he also was the player that then went into our dressing rooms after to give our players a load of abuse. Yeah. 
It was 100% him. Yeah. He's an absolute clown. Like, literally. Yeah. He hates Stevenage, and I think Stevenage hates us. However, I think last year on the pod, I said to, I'd said I'd love love to have him at Stevenage. But you would, wouldn't you? Look what he's... I mean, it, it wasn't him that's done the number on Stevenage. The official officials uh, and just the way the, the day worked out happened. But, yeah, he's an absolute clown. Absolute clown. Yeah, somebody said, somebody said that. One of the Northampton media blokes, I was having a bit of an argument with him after the game. <laughs> And I was saying, I was saying that Hitwan's a piece of shit, and that he doesn't doesn't belong on a football field. And he was like, "Oh, come on, he's done really good. He's done really well to make those two assists." And I was like, "What? One where he's offside, and then the the, the other the other where uh, he shouldn't have been on the field by then." And the guy just sort of shrugged at me, and I'm like, "But he, I was like, I, I don't think I'd love him here. I don't because I think he's he's gonna I think he's gonna cost you more points, and he's gonna win you in the long run just because he's that sort of clown. He just thinks everything's a joke, and I he's just a he's just a." You know he's a raging piece of shit, um, <laughs> and the sooner the sooner that balding old twat is no longer on the field, the better, frankly. But yeah, it was a red card all day, and he he should have been sent off within. Literally, he was on the pitch fifteen minutes. He he gets two assists and uh, and a red straight red, and that's just the most Danny Hilton thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, from the angle I had of it, it looked like the two of them grappling. He tried to disengage, push Sweeney away and release himself and forearmed yeah. him in the face. And if you forearm a guy in the face, whether deliberately or accidentally, it's almost certainly going to be a red card, particularly if the ref's right next to you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, and there, the Northampton fans, the Northampton fans on like their, because uh, Northampton Town tweeted a clip of the red card. Yeah. Which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. But... All right, all, right, all right, you media turd. Um, it just looked like the definition of a red card. Yeah, so. it did, didn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. It's, 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 it's hilarious, yeah. yeah. Um, what, what, I just, what, I, what I just find amusing, and the Northampton fans that mentioned it were probably right. You see, like as soon as, as soon as they're sort of wrestling, the referee's walking towards them. It's like he's already decided what's happening here. Yeah, and and But that's probably because it's Danny Hilton and he knows what he's at. He knows what he's about. All his game is about is shit hours in the opposition and trying to get them to do something that they regret. That's all is he all he's about because he's not a fucking goal scorer anymore, is he? He's just a shit house. That's all he is. Man, get off the fence, mate. <laughs> I have never, I've never been one for sitting on the fence. Have I? Let's be fair. <laughs> uh, the funniest thing about it is. It made no difference, right? You won the game, so you don't need to be bitching about having a man sent off. Yeah, I know. you think unfairly because, and a, it almost certainly wasn't, and b, get over it. You've got three points. Yeah, just wallow in our misery and peace. Right, so we, I've had enough of talking about them fucking cobblers, um, which I love that so their name because it's also a uh, slang term for testicles, <laughs> um, and it's beautifully apt. Um, let's talk about our. Next opponents, shall I, we? Before we do that, can I just finish up on one piece, mate? I was thinking on, about earlier. On, yeah. The fact that I just don't think now is the time for Luke Norris to be walking out in that shirt. I don't think that he's got anything anything for us at the minute with some form of restrictive view, as, as I see it anyway. I watched him put those straps on his head the other, other day or when he came on, and he physically has to strap over his ears, so he can't even hear either. But it's obvious that when he's on the pitch playing with that mask, it just doesn't mm. work. He, mm-hmm. And and I love the bloke dearly, but if it's not gonna, if it's not going to work with that, don't don't put him on. Just get him fit and go it, in. Doesn't offer anything for us, I'm afraid. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, I'm, I hasten to agree. He's um, he's not been himself since he's had it. Um, and I think that I think that I'd much rather see him recover yeah. and play and and come back. I, I mean, I, I guess that I guess that Norris is going to think I can play. Yeah, so let me play. But I just he's not he's not been nearly effective enough, has he? No, since no. it happens. Uh, which is a, which is a shame because we could really fucking use him. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's a um, couple of touches in the game where he came on, just didn't didn't fall to him well at no. all. Got to be restrictive. What he's what he's seeing at the minute, it can't be doing him any favors at all. So I'd rather. Here's, believe... a here's, here's a question: Why isn't the mask clear? I don't know. No idea at all. I know they ordered one. It came and it was absolutely rubbish. So they were waiting for the the fitted one. But yeah, you're right. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Clear plastic. Yeah. Yeah. It might it might affect your vision slightly, but not as much as solid plastic you can't see through. Yeah, true. Good point. Anyway, let's talk about Doncaster coming up. So they're twelfth in the League Two at the moment, while Stevenage are second. Uh they've won six, drawn four, lost five, um, scored nineteen goals and letting twenty. Uh twenty two points from their their fifteen games so far. Their form in the last five is one lost, drawn, lost, drawn. Um, have they got a manager yet? Uh, I think they they've sack, got sacked their... They got a point at the weekend, didn't they? They got a draw, wasn't it? Uh, they. Uh, that's a very good question. I did have it up a second ago as well, but for some reason, all I can see is Doncaster Stevenage, Doncaster Stevenage, Doncaster Stevenage. I know where where's, where's their results gone? Got themselves a draw at the weekend, uh, from memory. I could be completely wrong by that, by the way. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, it's it's a tough one, isn't it? Going into a, a game, yeah, regardless of it's yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So they drew away with Cree, by the way. Yeah, that's which what, is that's which what a tough place there. to go. To be fair, not not a nice ground to go to whatsoever. So yeah, either no. whether that's a new manager bounce or new caretaker or the manager's gone, and that's a good thing for them, and they're happy with it. A bit like Aston Villa with with Gerard this weekend. Um, I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? Tough one, but they're sporadic. They're all over the shop, aren't they? And probably now's the time to play them. So I feel quite confident about it, to be fair. And I think I think we'll we'll bounce back after after uh, Saturday's game. Yeah, it's it's a little little bit more um, a little bit more of a friendly game, isn't it? Um, I think having to go to having to go to a team that are out of form, whereas of uh, Northampton already in thirds, it was a tough tough ask. It's yeah. a tough game to play. Um. Yeah, I think that. Uh, oh, I know we've got a similarly uh, poor record. I mean, not similarly because it's nowhere near as bad as uh, <laughs> the Northampton record. To be fair, but we don't. We we've not had the. Uh, we've not had the best of uh, records against against Doncaster. We've lost four of our last six games against them, having won and drawn one. Which, uh, you know, the last game against Doncaster was five years ago. So yeah, so I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, means nothing to me whatsoever. There's no one there that has been at the club at the same time. So it's 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 a on the day ninety minutes, isn't it? And I just think that we'll bounce back quite well from Saturday after finishing semi strong in the second half. Even though that late goal obviously killed us, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to think that the boys will be back and uh, want to. Want to change change that result from Saturday? 
how do you see how do you boys see us uh, see us lining up? That's a tough one. That's a real tough one. Uh, Roberts has got to come straight back in for me. That's 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 a given. Um, which then I think will force probably then Bozzy to be dropped. Um, the only other changes realistically I think you can make from Saturday would be your, your your wing backs. I don't think there's much more you can really do with the with the team really. So it's whether you bring Lufa back in who who was sat on was wasn't even on the bench was he Lufa? He was in the crowd Saturday, which was uh, was amazing. I don't know what's happened. He there. was on the pitch pre-match, but he looked. In discomfort, so uh, it'd be interesting to see whether he makes it. He was, I think he was in discomfort because uh, he didn't make the uh, didn't make the bench pat. I think. Fair enough. Yeah. So that'll well, be interesting. But well, that is interesting, though, isn't it? Because without Jordan Roberts, we're basically down to eighteen, aren't we? So, yeah. If you're fit, you should be there. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, it must be quite disheartening for Lufa because he's been around the club for a long time and he's currently not getting really. Much game time, so it'd be nice to see him. I, I would, I would, I'm more than comfortable with having him instead of um, Kane on on Saturday. To be fair, um, and if then it's down to you whether you decide that you play on the left. Is it Saxon or is it Max? I don't have any view on either of them. To be honest with you, I think with Saxon, he's it's a learning curve for a minute. He's uh, he, he's been put into League Two with us to, to get as much game time as possible. And uh, I don't know. I'm not too sure. For, for me, I think at the minute I'd go Max Clark. He's the solider option, probably. I think I'd like to see Gilby, Reeves, Roberts as your midfield three mm. um, on the basis of what we saw on Saturday, just to give us a bit more creativity and thrust. With um, with Reed and Rose leading the line, I assume. Absolutely. Yeah, it, for provided the uh, masks still required, I think yes. Yeah, which we can assume that he's probably going to have the mask for a few weeks. Yeah, you would presume so. I mean, his nose was broke, but it was reset straight away in the change rooms after. So he hasn't got a broken nose. He's got a, a nose that's healing, if that makes sense. So it's pretty much for protection, from my understanding. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, give us your predictions. 3-1 Borough. Oh, go on, straight in there. Uh, you know, I'm useless at this, so I might as well be ultra useless and go go with my heart <laughs> and not anything else anymore because I'm absolutely poning. Uh, you came the closest on Saturday. When they equalised two, well, two all, like five minutes ago, I was like, oh, Jay's nailed Saul here. Oh, no. <laughs> I was saying two all, all day. The... Saturday. Right. <laughs> um, Patrick, go on. I think... Saturday will linger a little bit. I'm going to go one all. I've gone nil T. I think we'll win T nil on the road. Oh, I'm the only negative one then. I think we need to bounce. I think we need to bounce back. I don't. Oh, we I, need to. I think we need to bounce back. And I think we've got, like I said earlier, like you know, again, this fixture could be a little bit kinder in in the opposition that we've got. But I think it's a good time to be playing them. So uh, let's make the most of it. Go and uh, just go and play our game. Don't we've um, we've we've made the mistake of being um, sort of drawn into Gillingham and now uh, Northampton's stupid games. And I think uh, yeah, I think we just need to go and play our game and and forget forget what these clowns are saying. You know, use your fullbacks. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention it. That Dan Sweeney nearly really sold us up the cropper, didn't he? 
<laughs> oh, didn't he? Well, when he slipped. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. But like, and, that, and that's the first time when he's been doing that. I've really felt like, oh God, you've gone one too many that time. Because yeah. because normally you'll see off one like that, and then he moves the ball on pretty quickly. But he saw the guy off, didn't have an option. So I had to see him off again. Still didn't have an option, and then slipped. Mm. It's like you're really, really pushing your luck here. Second <laughs> time, it's like the second time you've not found your option. Just recycle it back to the goalkeeper. Yeah, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be trying to turn him again because it's not going to work. You're a defender and not a forward for a reason. Well, he did yeah. used to play up front, didn't he? So. Even if you're a midfielder, you don't want to be doing it there on the pitch when you're the last man. You want to yeah. be getting rid there's time and a place for that let's face it it's bloody brilliant when he does it and it comes off it's just like oh it's so good but then yeah I think that is the first time I've sat and gone we shouldn't be doing this against this opposition this is not this is not the day for that this is the day for and there was was even something else as well there was like in the last couple of minutes we had the ball at the back and for me you've got to know that you're in the last two minutes of added time and they start passing it around I'm like someone just put your foot through it and stick it long don't play more football. That really there's, lo- there's loads of teams. I swear, every single team that I'm watching where I'm like, all right, you're one goal down with three <laughs> minutes left. Why are you suddenly playing it around the back like you're 1-0 up in the last two minutes? Yeah. This ain't the time for this shit. Yeah. Just pump it in there. Madness. Absolute madness. There we go. Right. Well, I think we're going to be back on Wednesday with another episode, aren't we? We're, we're, we're giving, treating everyone to two episodes this week. I mean, they're, they're lucky, aren't they? They're really lucky. Really lucky they've got such a, a positive, lovely, happy podcast to listen to. <laughs> and so we, am I, because it's a pleasure to talk to you both about it, even when we lose. We've revoked <laughs> to the uh, uh, end of last season's miserableness for one game and one game only. <laughs> We're a long way better than that still. Yeah. We never we never talked about um, Gateshead FA Cup draw. Do you want to mention that briefly, Nate? Not really. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, no, we, yeah, no, you're pretty, you're right, you are right. We didn't talk about that. Um, I'm pretty happy with that draw. Absolutely. Um, I'm going. I'm going, and it's, I've been confirmed as being the Opta representative for the day as well. So uh, I'm not just going for fun. I'm actually getting paid to go. Lovely right. stuff. Well done. <laughs> I do need to hurry up and book my hotel though, because yeah. the prices are about to go through the roof, aren't they? I don't know. It is in Gateshead. Yeah, and I'm not even staying. I'm not even staying in Gateshead. I found somewhere about half an hour, forty five minutes away, and um, it's like sixty quid cheaper. So, so are you bu- booking a triple bunk bedroom for the three of us? I'm going up with my wife and kid, mate. Uh, I'll stay away then. That's fine. Because because uh, <laughs> uh, my wife's a proper dork and she likes uh, sea glass hunting and there's really good beaches to go find sea glass. Nice, that's really. Good. I'd, I'd imagine that's the sort of thing you like. To be fair, me. Yeah, you like all that weird shit, didn't you? No, I'm <laughs> miserable. Six, six days a week, I'm miserable. <laughs> only when it's only when it's for football that you're not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, yeah, it's all a mask. It's all a massive facade. I'm actually miserable. My, everyone's always <laughs> like to, to to my wife at work. Oh, he's so funny and he's such a lovely bloke. I bet he's great. I'm just like no. <laughs> <laughs> Take the mask off at the door and sit down with the with the asshole. <laughs> I I can't I cannot believe that. I've 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 known you for a good while now and. 
I've only ever seen you particularly pissed off once or twice. <laughs> and and, e- and even then, you were still happier than I've ever been. <laughs> we do. We've got, we got a couple of other points we need to cover tonight. One that on. has just been ticking on since, uh, was it yesterday's, on Twitter, with regards to the uh, clowns that throw these uh, yeah. pyrotechnics. Oh, flare wankers. Ah, yeah. Also, Patrice. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I do understand some of the fans' feelings about they shouldn't have to worry about it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but Jesus Christ, it's costing the club money every time someone does something stupid. Yeah, I'm not saying. I'm not saying if you see it come sailing over your head, yeah, and land on a pitch that you've got to go up there and interrogate every single person. <laughs> but if you see who it comes from, yeah, you go and fucking grab them by the throat and you throw them down to the floor so that the stewards can get them. Yeah. That is the only behaviour. Like, like as a group, if you know it comes from a particular place every game, you go and stand where you're going to see it. Yeah. No, couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. I, I went in the bar after and saw you, but some guy came up to me, a fan, um, mm-hmm. and he just came up to me and said, um, we had to leave straight after because we couldn't cope with it after all the smoke and stuff. So his lad felt that bad there to leave Yeah, and for the rest of the game. So, yes. Where did, where, I want to know... Because Reese Reese reckons it's a bunch of prop, like kids like under sixteens that are doing it, right? One, if he knows that, sure, like like if you know what group are doing it, surely you can get, you can do do something about it. But two, where are these fucking little pricks getting and getting them from? I literally. I mean, I'm, uh, it wouldn't be hard to Google it and find out, but I've got no idea where you buy these sort of shit from. Yeah, no idea either, to be fair, mate. But, you know, they're getting them and they're getting them in. And, uh... if, they, if, they, if it carries on, it's not long until the club do the same the same shit that uh, Barrow have done. Mm. And uh, bar, uh, bar any um, unaccompanied under-16s under yeah. from entering. No, it's, it's it's a sad sad state to see. So uh, no, I mean it's not it's not helping anyone, is it? it really isn't, and it's no. it's not right. So yeah, if 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 you're listening, not you, you probably are. Sort it out. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, stop, chance, stop stop being a cunt. There's a genuine chance it costs us a point in that one because it's got to be distracting as a backline to see all that going on in the background while you're trying to watch the play. Yeah, I mean they attacked literally down that side past the flare. Yeah, I mean what. What's what's annoying is it wasn't quite on the pitch, was it? So they didn't have to stop play. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Just it's just the timing of it. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. We've equalised. We've not gone in front. We've equalised, and you've thrown it on the pitch. They've as attacked and scored. Yeah. How fucking dense do you have to be to think that that's an appropriate time? It's an appropriate thing to do, or that you're not a piece of shit for doing it. Just grow the fuck up. <laughs> Oh, our non-swearing versions are great, aren't they, nowadays, that we're producing? <laughs> Fully due, though, to be fair, mate. Fully due. Yeah. And then um, I've, got one, I've got a fun fact for you both. I know we were going to look at a new segment, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, go on, go on. So, um, I know this was Pat's idea. Pat, do you want to introduce the idea before Jay rolls with his rolls with the, the thing? Well, I'm glad Jay's got an interesting one for us because the one I was going to do that we didn't roll with last week was going to be really dull in comparison. <laughs> We're going to have a little non-football-related extra time chat just to finish the pod off on a whimsical note. Nate, take it away. Sorry, Jay, take it away. All right, so mine was a footballing, uh, footballing thing. And you know what? F- football adjacent. This was uh, this was brought about in the bar afterwards my, with my mum. 
and she was like, oh, she goes, uh, did you know? I love the- your mum. Yeah, she's great, isn't she? I like yeah. her as well. Um, she, uh, did, did you know Josie Wishaw played for uh, for Borough? And I was like, what? Yeah, jo- Josie Wishaw. And I was like, what are you talking about? So she gets her phone out on the old Google, goes to, uh, what's the website that all the Borough players have ever been at Borough on? Uh, Borough, Borough Guide. Guide. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, look at this bloke. And I went, right. And it's like a black and white picture. Go, go and find it, everyone. Josie Wishaw. I think it's it looks like Jose, but J-O-S-E, Jose, Jose. But he, he was named Josie. And I was like, right, oh, that's fantastic, mum. What, what's that got to do with you? She goes, oh, you used to play with his son. I went, what do you mean I used to play with his son? She went, well, they lived around the corner from us. So we, we grew up in Bradbury End. And um, anyway, um, Josie Wishaw is the, the dad of uh, the, I'd call him a Hollywood actor, Ben Wishaw. So who was in? Uh, who's been in James Bond? Well, he's been yeah. in loads, isn't he? So randomly, I used to play out in the yeah. street at Bradbury End with uh, Ben Wishaw when he was very, very young, visiting his nan and granddad because they lived in Bamrall. But yeah, Ben Wishaw's dad, Josie Wishaw, played for the borough. There we go. Very Fun nice. facts. Cheers, mum. <laughs> that is a proper random little fact, isn't it? I like those little ones, do you? They're good fun. Yeah. Yeah. There we are. Go on. Go on, Pat. Why don't you drop in your one that we missed, we forgot about last week? No, we've got to end on Jay's one. Jay's one's not going to be topped. That's a nice way to finish it. Oh. Oh, well, the problem is you refusing now just ends it on a downer. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'll uh, leave it as a teaser for next time then. Oh, fucking hell. All right. (laughs) Drop it on a Wednesday then, you miserable bastard. (laughs) Yeah, we've got two days to think of the next one. Give me a break. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right well uh that's us for today uh i really should come up with like a proper way of signing this off shouldn't i we do we've got we've got a proper spiel for the other podcast and i just don't ever do it for this one what are you gonna say pat i was gonna say you normally just end the pod by slagging someone off yes <laughs> someone who's here every fan we've got pick someone uh, it'd be fitting to finish off with a, a tirade of abuse against Danny Hilton, surely. <laughs> to be honest with you, I feel that's too obvious, though. Well, it is, isn't it? It is. I've, I've already, I've already, I've already, I've already thrown <laughs> absolute pelters at him today. That's, that, it's, I don't think that's required. I think that'll be overkill, if anything. Um, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to insult anyone. I'm just going to say, uh, find us on Twitter at Barapod. Uh, and then you're listening to this, so I don't need to tell you where you can listen to it. Uh, that'd be. I'll, I'll think of something clever to say on Wednesday. Oh, nice. Uh, cheers, boys. Ta-da. Love you. Cheers, mate. Proud of you. All right. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. 
at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.